Today we reach the end of the Behold the Lamb of God sermon series on Eucharistic renewal by your deacons. We've heard why we need the renewal, how to prepare for communion, the value of Mass if you cannot receive communion, making an act of thanksgiving after receiving communion, and the importance of Eucharistic adoration. In today's homily, I'll try to answer the question, how can the Eucharist make saints? When we are baptized, we are called to be priests, prophets, and kings. But as St. Jose Maria Escriva says, we are all called to be saints. When I chose this homily, I didn't see the subject, I just saw the date, August 13th. This is a special date for me because my wife and I are celebrating our 35th um, wedding anniversary today. I said to myself, what a wonderful day to thank God for the blessing that he gave me 35 years ago. I love my wife and she returns that love. And I thank God for the love he has blessed our marriage with. Love. This is something that's been mentioned or implied in the Eucharistic renewal homilies. And as I prepared for this homily, my research showed me that love is a key ingredient to becoming a saint. First, you have the love of God for his son and God's love for us. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that everyone who believes in him might not perish, but have eternal life. Then you have this love of the son for the father and Christ's love for us. While researching the saints for this homily, I found they all had love for God and Jesus and a love for Jesus's gift to us, his body and blood in the Eucharist. The love of the saints for the Eucharist was so strong, they would, and some did, die for the Eucharist. I read the saints of the day in Laudate every day. This is where I learn about some of the little known saints of the Eucharist. Saints such as Saint Tarsisus, Saint Lola of Brazil, the 19 martyrs of Gorkum, Saint Little Lee, and Saint Imelda. Of course, I read about some of the more popular saints, such as Thomas, Saint Thomas Aquinas, Saint Pope John Paul II, Saint Joan of Arc, Saint Teresa Lisieux, Saint Teresa Avila, and Saint Alphonsus Liguori, among others. What these and other saints have in common is their love for the Eucharist and the belief in the real presence, body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ in the bread and wine at consecration. In the Gospel of John, chapter six, in the Bread of Life discourse, Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the desert, but they died. This is the bread that came down from heaven so that one may eat it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. And the bread that I give is my flesh for the life of the world. 
The Jews quarreled among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus said to them, Amen, amen, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in him. Just as the living Father sent me, and I have life because of the Father, so also the one who feeds on me will have life because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Unlike your ancestors, who ate and still died, whoever eats this bread will live forever. Then in Luke chapter 22 we read, Then he took the bread, said the blessing, broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which will be given up for you. Do this in memory of me. And likewise, the cup after they had eaten, saying, This is the new covenant, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, which will be shed for you. He tells us what we might do, what we must do. We must eat his flesh and drink his blood. He tells us how to do this at the Last Supper. And he tells us to do this in memory of him. He did this for love of us, and all he asks is that we do this for love of him. I mentioned earlier how the saints loved the Eucharist so much they lived and they died for it. So now I want to talk about some of those saints. And I'll start with a third century martyr, Saint Tarsistus. He was a young boy who lived during the time of the Roman persecution of Valerian. A group of prison Christians got a message to the community requesting to receive communion one last time before their execution. Because it was unsafe for the clergy to visit the prisons, Tarsistus volunteered to carry the consecrated host to them. Besides, who would suspect a young boy? Along the Appian Way, he met a group of pagans who wanted to know what he was carrying. He refused to tell them for fear they would desecrate the host. They suspected he was a Christian and beat him and killed him. When the pagans searched Tarsus's body, miraculously, they did not find the blessed sacrament. Tarsus gave his life in protecting Jesus. Now I want to talk about one of my favorite saints, newly found saint for me, Saint Imelda Lambertini. She was born in Italy on May 12, 1333. At age five, she requested to receive her first communion. At age nine, she went to live with the Dominican nuns. At age 11, while kneeling in prayer, the light of host was seen above her head. A nun ran and got the priest. And upon seeing this, he was compelled to admit her to receive communion. After receiving communion at Mass, Imelda went back to her seat to pray. She decided to stay after Mass and pray some more. Later, a nun came to get her for supper. She found Imelda kneeling with a smile on her face. The nun called Imelda, but there was no response. The nun tapped her on the shoulder, and Imelda's body collapsed to the floor. She had died.
She was known to have asked others, how is it possible to receive, to receive Jesus and not die? With the faith of a child, she received Jesus in the Eucharist and was taken to heaven. Next, I wanna tell you about St. Little Lee. During the persecution of Catholics in China, a church was ransacked and the priest was taken into custody and held in the rectory across the way. And from his window, he watched as soldiers ransacked the church. They broke into the tabernacle, threw the ciborium on the floor, spilling out the 32 hosts. At nightfall, Little Lee snuck into the church, observed a holy hour in front of the scattered host. Then she carefully bent down and consumed one with her tongue. She knew not to touch the host with her hand. She also knew she should not consume but one host per day. So for 31 more nights, Little Lee repeated this. On this 32nd and final night, after she consumed the last host, she made a noise that brought attention to herself from a soldier guarding the church. The soldier came in and killed her. Little Lee died for her love of Jesus in the Eucharist. My last example is St. Peter Julian Amard, a priest who grew up in France in the early mid-1800s. During the anti-clerical, anti-Catholic aftermath of the French Revolution, Father Peter had a strong Marian devotion and he preached and taught about and worked for Eucharistic devotion. He founded the Congregation of the Blessed Sacrament and the lay servant of the Blessed Sacrament. His vision of priests, deacons, sisters, and lay people dedicated to the spiritual values celebrated in the Mass and prayer before the Blessed Sacrament anticipated many of the renewals brought about by both Vatican I and Vatican II. One of my favorite quotes from Father A. Mart is, how kind is our sacramental Jesus? He welcomes you at any hour of the day or night. His love never knows rest. He is always most gentle toward you. When you visit him, he forgets your sins and he speaks only of his joy, his tenderness, and his love. By the reception he gives to you, one would think he has need of you to make him happy. Here is a man who loved Jesus and the Eucharist and wanted everyone else to love them also. He lived his life sharing and teaching his love for the Eucharist so well that it has had a lasting effect on all of us in our Catholic Church to this day. These are four saints I knew little or nothing about before researching this homily. They have made a lasting impression on me and my love for the Eucharist. I mentioned a few of the more popular saints at the beginning of this homily. Saints such as Thomas Aquinas. He called the Eucharist the bread of angels. Saint Pope John Paul II who said, the Eucharist is the secret of my day. Saint Joan of Arc, who when captured only desired to receive Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. As Saint Jose Maria, Maria Escriva said, we are all called to be saints. 
And as you can see by just a few of the examples of the saints I spoke of today, love is a good place to start your journey towards sainthood. You know God loves you. His son, Jesus Christ, loves you. He loves you so much, he died for you and gives you his body and blood in the Eucharist at every Mass. Return that love by receiving this gift, loving this gift, and sharing the importance of this gift with others. Just like the saints have done. Jesus said there is no greater love than to give one's life for another. He did that for us. Many of the saints have done that for him. Do you love him enough? God bless you and know that you are loved.